Overtime with Lee Patterson, the only live local radio sports talk show in the Gila Valley. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. And now here's your host for Overtime, Lee Patterson. That hard to turn the knobs? Welcome to Overtime. I am Lee Patterson. Thanks for joining us today. I hope you're having a great Wednesday, October the 6th. Uh, it is uh, County Fair Week here in the Gila Valley. Hope you are ready for that as well. We are past the halfway point of the high school football and volleyball seasons. Uh, we'll talk about that today. Uh, some more Thursday night games. We don't have a broadcast of Thursday night games. We'll recap last week. Uh, lots going on. It is football first here on Overtime. There were some Thursday night games. We had a Thursday night game last week down at Benson, a great ball game that Pima played, uh, beat Benson 14-7. to uh, the, the reason I'm hearing, and it's, this was the reason I was told that the Benson-Pima game was moved, is there's not enough officials to cover every Friday game on Friday night. And so they're having to move some games to Thursday night. I kind of asked on social media uh, for coaches to answer uh, how they feel about Thursday night games since a lot of the rural districts don't play, don't go to school on Friday. And, and some it, w- it was spread across the board. Some like the idea of playing on Thursday because there was no school on Friday that would give uh, you know three-day weekends for everybody. Some didn't like it because there wasn't enough time to prepare for a game that they're used to. Uh, some schools still play go to school on Friday, so they didn't really want, like that idea. But I think we're going to see more Thursday night games. That was my my opinion on it, that we're going to see more Thursday night games. This was before I heard about the official shortage. So if uh, it, I, I just think we're going to see more Thursday night games speak in the rural areas for sure. And also on that note, if you go to the uh, AIA website, you can register to be an official. So... Um, that will help keep games on Friday nights if you are one that likes the games on Friday nights. So let's get into the scores last week. These are all Thursday night games, not by not by classification at all. Mojave Accelerated beat Al Capitan 28-22. Carl Hayden beat Alhambra 58-3. Obviously, Pima over Benson 14-7. Casa Grande beat Douglas 56-7. Winslow beat Flagstaff 14-12. Camp Verde over Kingman Academy 42-7. And Blue Ridge beat Prescott fifteen to thirteen. The four A did not fare well against the three A last week. I think the four A is probably going to go to the AIA after this year and go. Is there? Do we have to play the three A? Do we? Because it's been all three A so far this year. These are three A scores from last Friday night, October first. Monument Valley over Window Rock forty to twelve. Apache Junction beat Fountain Hills fifty six to thirty one. Benjamin Franklin over Florence, 28-14. Ganado beat Chin Lee, 14-6. Chino Valley shut out Coronado, 43-0. Sholo beat Combs, 48-32. Coolidge over San- Santa Cruz, 
Thunderbird beat Dysart 30 to nothing. Eastmark over ALA Ironwood 50 to 6. Thatcher over Empire 55 to 17. Lake Havasu over Mojave 35 to 6. Lee Williams beat Kingman 48 to 28. Arizona College Prep beat Moon Valley 27-26. Yuma Catholic over Northwest Christian 36-14. Paradise Honors beat Odyssey Institute 61-13. Round Valley went on the road to beat Payson 19-6. Snowflake shut out Peoria 50-0. Phoenix Christian beat Borgade Catholic 25-7. Push Ridge over Catalina Foothills 35-14. Valley Christian beat Safford 48-27. Sarita over Rio Rico 26-23 in overtime. Sabino over Saguaro, 34-22. Santan Foothills picked up their first win over Vista Grande, 55-18. Page over Tuba City, 42-14. Washington beat Cortez, 54-14. River Valley over Wickenburg, 49-0. And ALA Queen Creek beat ALA Gilbert North, 38-35. Two-way football scores from October 1st. Holbrook over Altusay, 62-24. Antelope beat Tonopah Valley, 24-6. Miami over Arete Prep, 58-15. Parker beat number 2 Arizona Lutheran, 40-18. Marinci with a big win over Bisbee, 46-7. Gilbert Christian beat Globe, 58-6. Chandler Prep over Heritage Academy Levine, 49-13. Glendale Prep beat Highland Prep, 33-6. North Point Prep beat San Pasquale, 28-15. St. John's over Red Mesa, 49-8. San Santan Charter beat San Carlos 56 to nothing. Scottsdale Prep over Madison Highland 62 to nothing. Sequoia Pathway over Catalina 62 to nothing. Trivium Prep beat St. John Paul II 42 to 20. Tankaverde beat 5A or 6A Gila Ridge 48-21. Wilcox stayed undefeated with a 53-14 homecoming win over Tombstone and Veritas Prep beat NFL yet 46 to 8. 1A football scores from October 1st. Baghdad over Mountainside, 58 to nothing. Mogollon beat Fredonia, 52 to 12. Hayden over Ray, 68 to nothing. Salome beat Anthem Prep, 50 to 12. St. David beat San Manuel, 48 to 14. Superior got a 2 nothing forfeit win over Cicero Prep. Lincoln Prep beat Tempe Prep, 68 to 14. Valley Union beat Fort Thomas, 56 to 26. And Williams over Joe City, 60 to 6. A little bit, uh, you know, every week after the games, I usually get a phone call from pretty much every head coach. Uh, they want to give me their top players of the game and talk a little bit about a little bit about the game. Um, so we'll recap a little bit of the game. So Thursday night in Benson. Benson took the opening kickoff, held onto the football for eight and a half minutes and scored to go up seven nothing. Pima didn't touch the football until there was under four minutes on the first quarter clock. They took, the, they took their opening drive, wrapped it around the end of the first quarter, and scored early in the second quarter, within a minute to play. Maybe the first play of the second quarter, they scored to tie the game at seven. And that's how we set until midway through the third quarter. And then Pima put on another touchdown, went up 14-7, to seven, and that was about the eight-minute mark of the third quarter. There was not another score in that ballgame. And Pima's defense, we've been saying it, saying it all year. I, I was on the post-game show in Phoenix on Friday night, and they asked about Pima, and they said, you you warned us about Pima uh, several weeks ago. I said, yeah, don't 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 count what Pima did against Safford and Thatcher against them this year. They're a really good football team. And defensively, they're the best 2A football team I've seen, maybe one of the best, regardless of classification, I've seen. 
Uh, to hold a Benson squad who had won three or four in a row, scoring over 40 points to seven points on their very first drive, and that's it, that is impressive. Uh, it was a very hard-fought physical game. It was The field was sloppy. It had rained all day in Benson and just before the game again. So it was sloppy, but that was a good football game. Those two teams will meet again sometime in the playoffs. Um, we've talked about how good the 2A San Pedro is. Marinci's now up at number four. Uh, we'll t- look at the official rankings here in a second, but uh, Wilcox is still undefeated in the 2A San Pedro. I wouldn't be surprised if the 2A state champion came out of the 2A San Pedro. I just wouldn't. Although there are some private schools that got the ki- their kids eligible week six and have completely different rosters, uh, but a lot of those are down in the 30 ranks. Uh, it's going to take a lot for them to get up high enough to, to make a playoff run. Uh, but they are better than they were in the first half of the season, some of those private schools in that. Uh, other games, uh, Thatcher at Empire. Uh, Thatcher uh, really dominated that game. Uh, got some of the younger kids in the game late. Empire was able to score, make it 55-17 on the final of that one. And then the uh, for the uh, Safford. Safford and Valley Christian was an interesting game. I thought the the final score you'll see is 48-27 Valley Christian. It really spread out. But uh, the way that Safford battled with Valley Christian in most of that game was was impressive to me. Um, I, I think I've got some comments from other coaches around the state going, wow, I, Safford really hung with Valley Christian. And they did. I mean, Safford led that game for a little bit. Uh, Valley Christian really – offensively likes to use their athletes in space, and they are really good in space. Uh, their passing game started at five five yards, and then they just let their athletes run after that, and Safford had a hard time with that. Um, offensively, Safford did fine. Um, they, they turned the ball over. They had an interception return for a touchdown late in the first. There really was about a five-minute stretch in that ball game that did Safford in. Safford had taken the lead, got the football back after a missed field goal d- deep in their own territory, or deep in – uh, opponents, uh, yeah, their own territory, and threw a pick six, gave up a safety, another touchdown and a safety in about a five-minute stretch, and Safford had really dug themselves a hole that they couldn't get out of. But Safford, Safford is going to be around. I think that game, despite the final score, uh, I think that um, legitimized Safford in the eyes around the state of Arizona. Uh, so, We'll see how that goes from there. Marinci with a big win. Uh, they've got some guys that have some killer speed up there. Uh, they they are gonna they're gonna be around at the end of the season as well. So it's gonna be a fun down the stretch. I mean, we've hit the past the the halfway pole, so we are headed down the stretch in the high school football uh, playoffs or high school football season. Uh, we will. You know what? We'll go over the rankings first before we take a break. The new rankings that were released yesterday at noon. This is the 1A high school football rankings. Uh, Muggio number one, Mojave Accelerated number two, St. David is three, Williams is four, Hayden is fifth, El Capitan is sixth, San Manuel is seventh, Salome is eighth, Baghdad nine, Lincoln Prep 10, Valley Union 11, and Tempe Prep 12. That would be the teams that get into the playoffs right now in the 1A because they have just 12 teams to go. Right now, Duncan sits at number 15, so they've got some work to do to get into this year's playoffs. 2A rankings, Parker stays number one after beating Arizona Lutheran Academy, and Arizona Lutheran Academy stays second after picking up their first loss of the season. Holbrook might be the surprise team that sits up at number three. Marinci is number four. Pima moved from number eight to number five after the win over Benson. Gilbert Christian is number six. Wilcox stays at seven. 
at 6-0. Scottsdale Prep is eighth. Benson fell all the way from number three to number nine after their loss to Pima. Camp Verde sits 10th. Chandler Prep is 11th. St. John's 12th. Scottsdale Christian 13th. Miami 14th. Tanka Verde 15, and Antelope 16. That would be the 16 teams that make it into the playoffs if the season ended right now. 3A rankings, Valley Christian stays number one after the win over Safford. Round Valley jumps all the way up to number two. River Valley is number three. Sholo is number four. Snowflake sits at number five. ALA Gilbert North is sixth. Safford drops from five to seven. Thatcher is at number eight. Winslow at number nine. Numa Catholic is 10th. Push Ridge is 11th. Blue Ridge is 12th, Sabino number 13, Monument Valley number 14, Payson 15, and Eastmark is number 16. That is the top 16 that would get in. Actually, that's probably not true because of how the some of the classifications are doing their qualifications for the playoffs. So we're going to take our first break here on Overtime. We'll go over those qualifications for the playoffs when we come back. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Overtime. Lee Patterson with you. Thanks for joining us here on October the 6th. As fall is started to fall around. I don't know. It's still going to be pretty wet. I mean, we got we still have some rain. I think it's going to be perfect for the county fair this weekend, though. So uh, I'll have my fingers crossed for that. So just before the break, I told you how that each division is qualifying differently for the state playoffs. And this is how that's going to happen. It's not any different than last year, uh, but each division is different. Um, for the 3A, there will be a 16-team bracket. In order to qualify, a school must have played a minimum of six games. Based on region standings, the top team in each region will earn an automatic bid to state. The remaining teams will be added to the state tournament bracket based on the AIA rankings. The 16 teams will be seated according to the rankings. 3A, com- 3A conference leadership reserves the right to evaluate state tournament participants and bracket seeding based on analytical data. The state tournament will consist of four rounds and be single elimination. So there will be seven automatic bids and nine at-large qualifiers for the 3A. So winning your division automatically, or winning your region, automatically puts you in the state playoffs in the 3A. So that's big. It's still in play um, for, right now, Thatcher would be the leader in the 3A South, in 3A. Uh, Pima and Marinci, or that's 2A, we're talking 3A, I'm sorry. Uh, So 3A right now, 3A South, Thatcher is still in the hunt to win the, I guess Safford is too, Safford has not lost a region game either. Uh, So they are still in there, and Push Ridge. Those three are still in the running to win the 3A South. The winner of that, regardless of their record, will be in the playoffs automatically. You will be seeded based on your ranking still, though. You don't get an automatic 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 seed. It do, from what I read here, that does not going to happen. But the part, the one that gets me there, 3A, 3A conference leadership reserves the right to evaluate state tournament participants and bracket seeding based on analytical data. So there will be some human input to the 3A bracket. Just FYI. Number two, or 2A will be a 16-team bracket, and in order to qualify, a school must have played a minimum of six games. Based on region standings, the top team in each region will earn, an, will earn an automatic bid to the state tournament. So 2A is doing that this year, too. The region champion will have an automatic seed. 
The state tournament bracket will be seeded according to the overall AIA rankings powered by Max Preps. The state tournament will consist of four rounds and be single elimination. So in the two-way, there is nine automatic bids and seven at-large. So Pima, Wilcox, Marinci all have a chance to win the two-way San Pedro still. Um, well, so does so does Benson if everybody beats up on everybody. But, I mean, just saying. So you want to win your region and you'll get in automatically regardless of your ranking. Uh, however, it does not say there will be any human interaction in that one. So that will be straight numbers on the 2A side. And then the 1A, only 12 teams. In order to qualify, a school has to play a minimum of just four games. Based on region standing, the top team in each region will win an automatic bid to the state tournament. So in 1A, they're doing the same thing this year. Rem- remaining teams will be added to the state tournament bracket based on AIA rankings. The 12 teams will be seeded according to the rankings. Teams seeded number one through four will receive first-round buys. The 1A conference leadership reserves the right to evaluate state tournament participants and seeding based on cancellations, head-to-head, and common opponents, and may adjust to seat the adjust seedings accordingly. The tournament will be consist of four rounds and single elimination. So four automatic bids and eight at-large bids in the 1A, and their conference leadership has said that they will probably do a uh, adjust the seedings as well. I I, I don't. I don't know. Like, if you're going to use the AIA rankings all year just straight from the computer, why are we going to use human element at the end of the season to seed them? That's my question. Either you like the ranking system or you don't. Either we need to have the human element in every week's ranking or we leave the human element out of it completely. That is how I – it sounds like in the 3A and the 1A – the 1A is a little bit different because there's not as many teams and there's a ton of haves and have-nots in the 1A. That, 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 that division is losing teams and has lost the most teams recently. So I get that. I mean, I understand that. But at the 3A level, if you, if you like the AIA ranking system, which nobody knows the formula of – I found that out over the last two weeks – Nobody I asked that I thought would know the formula knows the formula for the AIA max preps um, rankings. So I've had six or eight coaches ask me if I could, if I knew it. And I said, I don't, but I can find out. And I can't find out because nobody knows the answer. Nobody wants to know it. And that's a little concerning to me as well. But, um, so if, if they're going to, it sounds to me like in 3A they don't want certain teams playing each other in the first round because of the way they match up. Eh, eh, that bothers me. If you're not going to use the human element all year, you can't use it to seed the, the tournament, in my opinion, which doesn't you know, mean a heck of a lot at that level. But that is my opinion. We're going to take one final time out here on Overtime. When we come back, we'll wrap it up with volleyball rankings coming up right after this. Welcome back to Overtime. Lee Patterson with you. Final segment of the show. Uh, It is girls volleyball rankings. Uh, New rankings have come out. Uh, The rankings come out between noon and one every day because volleyball plays every day. Uh, So let's go ahead and get the most recent 
volleyball rankings as their season uh, the tournament season it looks like is over so they are working on uh, down the stretch with region games and such as well 3a volleyball rankings that came out today at noon snowflake is number one valley christian is number two thatcher sits number three monument valley since number four gilbert christian is fifth empire is seventh ALA Gilbert North is 7th, Winslow is 8th, Tuba City is 9, Northwest Christian is 10, Arizona College Prep is 11, 12 is Blue Ridge, 13 is Yuma Catholic, 14 is Eastmark, 15 is Tanka Verde at this point. Safford sits at 23 at this point in the 3A rankings. In the 2A girls volleyball rankings, Chandler Prep is number 1 at 13-0, Scottsdale Christian number 2, Phoenix Country Day is 3, Trivium Prep is 4, Rancho Solano Prep is 5, Veritas is 6th, Pima sits number 7, Kingman Academy at 8th, Arizona Lutheran at 9th, Desert Height Preps Academy at 10, Sedona Red Rock at 11, Horizon Honors at 12, Scottsdale Prep at 13, Round Valley at 14, Northland Prep at 15. Marinci sits at number 17, Currently, Wilcox at number 22. In the 1A girls bracket, or 1A girls volleyball rankings, Mogollon since number one. So their girls is our number one. So is the football team on the football side. Tempe Prep is number two. Rock Point is number three. Joe City is fourth. Fort Thomas sits number five, nine and one in PowerPoints games. St. David is number six. Anthem Prep is seventh. Williams is eighth. Cicero Prep is tenth. Red Mesa is ten, or ninth. Red Mesa is 10th. Desert Christian is 11th. St. Michael is number 12. Duncan sits down at number 23 with a 3-3 three and three PowerPoint game record. Our game of the week, I don't even think we talked about that. Our game of the week this week is Friday out at Pima as the undefeated Wilcox Cowboys are in town to take on the Pima Rough Riders in a big 2A San Pedro matchup. So we'll join us out at Ed Hubbard Field Friday night at 7 o'clock here on KETO and GilaValleyCentral.net, and we'll bring you all the live football action. Hope you have a good week. Enjoy the fair. Be safe. We'll talk to you Friday night from Pima. Goodbye. 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 You'll excuse me. Goodbye. Good night. Signing off. Come to bed now. Okay.